everyone. Welcome. Paul Avail here. Oh boy, are we going to have fun today. I have been so excited for this uh, interview. We have with us today Ken Honda. He is the author of Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. He is a best-selling author of self-development books in Japan, where he has sold more than 7 million books since 2001. This book is absolutely amazing. I loved it, Ken. I just, oh, it has so much great information. A uh, little bit more about Ken. He is the first person from Japan to be voted into the Transformational Leadership Council, fluent in Japanese and English. He has lived in Boston and currently resides in Tokyo. Well, first off, welcome, Ken. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. I'm so happy and excited to be uh, on your show. Oh, and I am so happy to have you with us and so excited to, to hear all the, your fantastic information about happy money. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, first off, uh, would you like to share any background uh, with us? Uh, what brought you to write this amazing book? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, briefly, I was born into a, an interesting family. Uh, my father was a very successful accountant. And uh, he taught me a lot about money since I was five, six year old, years old. He took me to a uh, shopping mall nearby. He asked me which one is making most money. And I thought it's a fish market because a lot of people go in and out. But he said, uh, but you know, fish is very cheap. There's a, a mattress store and also there's a, a real estate store. Less customers, but big, big profit. So that, you know, for a, a young, young boy, it's like, Wow, I never thought of that. So that was my uh, beginning days. And since then, he taught me everything about business and money. So I started very young. I started my business when I was 21, and I could retire at the age 29 and for my baby girl. And for that, uh, four years of uh, just only <laughs> changing diapers, I had this inspiration of writing a book. I never, uh, I was a law major student I was doing accounting job, consulting, investing. So writing a book is not really my forte, but I had this inspiration on over and over. So I just started writing a small booklet and started giving away. And that book uh, booklet turned into a book. Oh, and it is just full of so much fantastic and positive information. I love it. So I'm just going to ask you right off the bat what's yes, the difference between happy money and unhappy money okay happy money is money that makes you smile when you receive it and also gives you joy when you spend it that's happy money uh, uh, for example a 10 year old boy gives a ro uh, rose flower to his uh, mother on mother's day with his allowance that's happy money or uh, young parents save enough money to send their kids to summer camps or soccer school piano lessons. That's also happy money. And the charity money uh, that people donate uh, to uh, the uh, hurricane disaster area, that's happy money. On the other hand, uh, unhappy money is money that gives you frustration when you receive it. 
and also uh, gives you uh, guilt and anger and sadness when you spend it. By the way, unfortunately, 95% of all the money is unhappy money. And most of us are living in the flow of unhappy money. Yes, yes. In, in the book, you share a story that fascinated me. The woman that asked to see your wallet and looked yes. at your money. She, <laughs> yeah. She was checking. Tell us about that. Yes, I, I, I do a party all the time. And then one time um, I was approached by a wo woman and uh, she said she was interested in uh, looking at my wallet. At the time, um, a lot of, a lot of uh, magazines are doing a special edition of uh, celebrities' wallet. You know, you'd be interested in what kind of wallet Justin Bieber has or uh, uh, your president or wh whoever. So, okay, uh, and I just gave her my wallet. Uh, Japan is pretty safe and everybody's uh, pretty trustworthy. So, and, but I was kind of checking uh, what she was doing and she took out all the bills and she was saying, Oh, this is okay. This is great. This is okay. I got really curious and asked her what she was doing. So she handed back my wallet and said, Ken, your money is great. And I said, oh, what? And she said, uh, your money is smiling. That means you must have made a lot of people very happy and received money. And that's happy money. And she said, on the other hand, when people are doing what they don't love, like uh, for a job and receive money, or if people take advantage of other people and get money, uh, your money is uh, angry or crying in your wallet. And wow, that is very interesting. And since then, I've been thinking uh, some of my friends' money is smiling and others must be crying, you know. So um, uh, I realized that my life mission is to make all the money in the world smile. That's why I've been writing books. I've written actually 56 or seven books. And I, I, I'm telling you, Ken, every day yes. for the rest of my life now, when I'm looking at my money, I'm going to think to myself, is this happy money or is this unhappy mm -hmm. money? For yeah, example, so, if I yes. give to a charity or I pay someone as a thank you for doing something for me or mm -hmm. money received from a, a, a Reiki student, it's, it's going to change how I look at it. Yes, that's beautiful. And, and Paula, you, you are living, you have been living in the flow of happy money. So you really understand what I'm, what I'm teaching about because it makes you feel good. That's happy money. So unhappy money makes you feel so ooh and yucky and uh, you know, not good. <laughs> that's unhappy money. So you can really tell. People ask me, how can I tell? You, you know. Yes. Now, do you, would you say to have happy money, you have to be wealthy? Or can anyone have happy mm -hmm. money? That's a beautiful question, Paula, because you don't have to be wealthy or you have to have a lot of money to be, to be in the flow of happy money. Even if you make the same amount, you can smile and you can uh, just dance uh, while you are on, on, on your way to work. Whereas uh, unhappy people, frustrated people complain about the work, even if you get the same amount. And what's great about happy money is if you uh, start appreciating your money, um, you start appreciating other people too. I have one woman who participated in my seminar. She was always complaining about her boss, but she realized that it's a miracle that 
she doesn't have a good educational background, but still she was hired by this boss. And, and she realized that how miraculous it is to get uh, a job and receive monthly salary without any worries. So she started appreciating her boss about everything. And his boss was very surprised, but at the same time, she appreciated her back. So a few weeks later, she got a, uh, a raise from her boss. So that's it. how appreciation also becomes uh, more money too. Yes, uh, yes. So would you say how we feel about our money affects our ability to create more abundance and to live in abundance? Yes, and even if you don't create more abundance, you feel more abundant because you can appreciate, wow, it's amazing, you know, uh, even if you have a, a roof over your head and then you have a, a hot running water, you're in heaven compared to m uh, many people on this planet. So if you can start appreciating what you have instead of what you don't have, you feel blessed. It's not that simple but it's doable and it doesn't cost anything. All you have to do is start appreciating your money coming in and going out. I, I say, arigato in, arigato out. <laughs> and would you say that having a balance of, let's say, okay, we have the money that we've saved or we've put, a, put away for the future. I've always believed that's a good idea, but in the meantime, I've always felt but I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to enjoy my life today. So I may spend a little of that to treat myself or my family to something. So would you say that's important? Yes. You know, according to my studies, there are many money, uh, money types. And the people who often uh, treat yourself too well, I call them spender type. For a spender type, you should do that maybe less than you do. You don't have to treat yourself every day or like three times a week if you don't if you're not making a lot of money. So uh, it, it's also uh, once again it's a balance. It, it's uh, it's almost like your health. You know, if you're skinny, you shouldn't need so much. If you're um, big and tall, maybe you need more food. So you have to really know how much is the right balance. Uh, if you're making uh, little money, you have to really uh, learn how to budget too. Yes. I love it. I love it. And you have said money is yes. not the problem. We're the problem. Yes. Explain that to us, Ken. So it, to be precise, it's more of how we feel is a pro causes a problem. Because we, uh, we have so many emotions stirred up by money and mostly negative things. Uh, because we, uh, we think money brings security. So uh, because of that, we feel so fearful around money because when we don't have enough money, uh, if we are stuck and uh, money doesn't come in, we feel instantly uh, scared about this, uh, not having um, enough money. Mm -hmm. So uh, people do weird things, crazy things, if uh, they're in a f uh, you know, fight or flight mode. Uh, and then uh, when you come to realize we're not gonna die with uh, no money situation. A lot of wealthy people at least have been to uh, no money situation of, uh, three or four times in their entire life. But uh, we are so, and most of us uh, will never experience uh, something like that because um, 
we make sure that something like that will never happen. But we are so constantly afraid of the situation with no money. Yes. And since we are so afraid, that's why we don't leave the job we don't like and just um, venture out to um, the job we like or going toward a beautiful life. And it's the same thing with relationship. It's so hard to, to leave a dysfunctional relationship because we are so afraid to leave what's not working. And money and relationship are very similar, by the way. So if you are clear with money issues, your relationship will also change too. Yes. Oh my gosh. And you have said that yes. when we earn and spend money, we do so with either love or fear. Tell us yes. about so uh, one of the books I love is Letting uh, Dr. By uh, Dr. Gerald Jampolsky, Love is Letting Go of Fear. And he says, our communication, it's only two, two communications, uh, love or fear. And when it comes to money, it's the same thing. Do we uh, deal with fear or do we deal with uh, uh, love? So when I uh, receive money or when I spend money, I always ask myself, is this out of fear or is this out of love? And I, I, I always check uh, to make sure that I'm, I'm using when I'm receiving money with love. And uh, oftentimes we spend money because we are in fear. We don't spend money because we are in fear. So uh, you have to really check. Otherwise um, our life is so limited uh, because of the fear we have around money. And, and most of us, don't even think about what's possible in our life because of money fear. Because whatever you do uh, in this world costs something. If you want to go travel, if you want to study something, if you want to experience something new, there is also a price tag too. So uh, for, uh, for fear of money, we don't even think about what's possible. And also we don't realize that uh, it's happening because of fear. So unless you heal this money wounds, I call, or fear around money, uh, you have this uh, subconscious limitation because of money. And that's, that's a tragedy um, yeah. that we have in the world. That, that really closes a door, doesn't it? Where letting go of the fear and having trust and being open really opens a door, doesn't it? Yes. So when I started uh, as an author, you know, I, I wanted to share what I know. So I started my book, uh, giving away my booklets for free. And uh, every day I was uh, stapling uh, 10, 20 copies. And uh, I was so tired of doing that. And my friend uh, asked me if I uh, hire a printer, which I did. That was the beginning of my career. So instead of being in fear, I just uh, uh, decided to give out how many ever copies uh, of, of my booklets for free. So uh, the printer, I hired a printer and without much knowing, um, I ordered 3,000 copies instead of 500, which I originally wanted. And mm -hmm. after two trucks came to my house and then we're, uh, our house is full of boxes, my wife said, you, you should get, get rid of all the boxes in a month, which I did. So uh, I printed another, um, I gave away 3,000 and I, I printed another 3,000, another 5,000. And by the time I gave away 100,000 copies, a publisher called me. 
And then I started my second career in my life. So if I, if I had fear around money, and if I had fear about losing money, I probably never started uh, uh, my second career as a writer and a speaker. So uh, fear limits us so much. But if you uh, let go of fear all the time, and then trust life, trust your future, and trust money flow, you have an amazing life, which I have been blessed for the past 20 years. You know, since I started writing, um, I sold more than uh, 7 million copies. And I've been blessed by compliments that uh, my books transformed their life, especially around money, family issues. Uh, because if you heal money wounds, your partnership and your family ties are, get stronger. And it's so amazing because uh, a lot of us fight over uh, money. And then uh, that's a major uh, cause of divorce in Japan. And I'm sure in the United States, it, it must be one of the major issues if it's not the most. Yes, yes. And, you know, little issues about money can, you know, not only cause divorce, they can cause mm -hmm. problems with friends, families, coworkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so trusting and letting money not control us so much would make a big difference, mm -hmm. wouldn't it? Yes. But, you know, it's so uh, subconsciously, subconsciously embedded in our system mm -hmm. that since uh, we were a little uh, child, um, probably 95% of us are so uh, educated and brainwashed about around the scarcity of money. You know, we feel like there's not enough. Uh, if it's air, we don't worry about it if you're, you know, stranger or friends are breathing air right next to you. Like, don't breathe my air. You don't th say that because it's abundant. But when it comes to money, if somebody takes uh, money out of your wallet and then spend it, you'd be super upset. Mm -hmm. So, so unless we heal this scarcity mindset, as a human being, we'll be in trouble too. So that's one of the reasons why I wrote this book. We have to learn how to share and how to be in the flow uh, without attachment. Otherwise, we're so stuck. Yeah. So my vision is, for example, uh, after uh, healing your relationship with money, if 10% of what you have or what you make will be shared globally, uh, I think we can solve uh, most of our problems in a matter of months. Mm -hmm. But uh, we are so tied up with a security a myth that we need money. So that's also something I want to help people to heal too. Yes. And that sharing of our money affects the energy of the money. And really, would you say then it can open up a door to us receiving more money because we are yes. in that sharing mindset? Mm -hmm. What's interesting is that um, it works in business too. Um, when I was doing an accounting job, I divided uh, my clients to two groups. One group, I was doing a regular job and, you know, uh, nice, nice, good job. And the other group, I always bring some small gift, like a little chocolate or book or a CD or whatever uh, they, I thought uh, my clients would love. No, little, little cost, cost, like $10 or so. It's not huge. So uh, six months later, I, I just checked. The, the first group, 
uh, gave me some referrals, but not much. But the second group that I brought uh, small gifts all the time, they were just giving me so many referrals. And it's because of what I gave. So in, in our human psychology, uh, if we are given something, we feel this need to give back. So I, I think uh, it's, it's everywhere, uh, I think, as long as you're human. So I think it's so interesting. Uh, the, the more you give, the more you receive. I think it's a law too. And uh, uh, for example, uh, think of two florists that you have uh, in your town. One florist always give more, more flowers, more something, uh, uh, free something, and she's very passionate about the flower. And the other one, um, she doesn't feel so excited. You know, she's doing it because of it, 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 it's her job that pay, brings uh, food on the table. Which florist do, do you want to go to? You know, the one who gives out and a lot of passion, happy. Uh, we are drawn to those people who, are, who seem to be enjoying what they love. Yes. And that is, uh, you know, out there in the service industry everywhere, isn't it? If you have a passion and love what you're doing, mm -hmm. the customers are going to feel that. You're caring. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's going to come back and bring more abundance. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, it doesn't really matter if you're a lawyer or a florist or uh, you know small diner owner or um, any job you do. Uh, the passionate people get promoted uh, faster, and they are more liked by clients. And what's interesting is if you if you like your clients, respect your clients, they respect and like you back. That's a law of uh, a mirror, I think. Yes. And then. Uh, if you are in the flow of happy money, what's great is that you feel great about life. You feel so grateful about uh, having your family, having your friends, and having this, this, having your job, and having this beautiful time on this planet. And this gratitude somehow brings more, uh, something more to appreciate about. Yes, yes, it really does. And I know a little thing when I meet girlfriends for dinner for lunch what we do is we just take turns buying mm -hmm. we don't that's fun look at like okay yours was a dollar more or this or that or how much i spent last time it's like okay this get together you buy that get together i buy and we just take money out of it and we enjoy and just celebrate being together <laughs> yes uh, you know, that reminds me of my friend who was in the flow of unhappy money when I was 20 back in college. He said, uh, he suggested, why don't we stop celebrating our birthday? Because it, it costs money. So he was saying, you know, don't celebrate my birthday. I'm not going to celebrate your birthday. That way we can save money. I said, something was very wrong. So, you know, that's a complete opposite mental attitude, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not fun at all. Yeah. What what do you want most for the audience today, Ken, to take away from this message? Something they can think about right now, starting mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to think about this going forward. I see. So, Paula, you know, I I always believe in the the same kind of people uh, connected together. So, I'm sure your audience would be like you who are very passionate, loving, and also sharing. So, so you already, I'm sure the viewers of your um, program, they already know uh, what I'm talking about. 
So I want you to encourage you to do more, take a risk and uh, uh, start saying arigato or thank the money when it comes in and thank the money when, when, you, when it leaves your life. That's number one, it doesn't cost any money. But if you're more advanced, I suggest you give a little more, you know, a dollar to a charity, uh, $2, $2 more if you can do 20 or 200, or if somebody can afford to do that, donate $2,000, you know, or the, the, the number you never done, it's scary. But I'll just guarantee it gives you so much freedom and uh, happiness because uh, if you give something, you realize that you have more than enough. And that is a beautiful feeling that opens a door to the next level of ab abundance. Uh, my mentor, Wahe Takeda, uh, told me that uh, the real uh, key, of, key of wealth is arigato your money. Thank your money. Thank your life. And that way, uh, you have an incredible abundance and appreciation in your life. Oh, I love that, Ken. So, you know, that that big key of, of gratitude and giving thanks and thanking our money, that just makes so much sense. I had never really thought about it. I've always been a very grateful oriented person, but mm -hmm. yes, thank our money. And that, yeah. that makes it happy money. Yeah, so when you spend it next time uh, using a credit card or cash, thank the credit card, thank the money. Like, oh, thank you. And also, uh, being gratitude that you can afford it, you know, you can afford to pay something. Yes. And uh, wow, I, I'm so happy I can afford this great thing, even if it's a, a dollar or two dollar thing, you know, start appreciating because what you appreciate appreciates. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's easy to overlook the little things in life and gosh, those little things are just everything. And having yeah. to do those things is powerful. Oh, yeah. oh, this is oh. just so fantastic, Ken. I, I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. Thank and, you. I feel the same way. Oh, gosh. And so happy money. I love it. That's, that's what I'm going to think about from today forward. And thank you everyone out there. I hope you really enjoyed this. And I, I really hope you read his book. It's absolutely amazing. It's so fantastic. Thank you so much. I, I'm sure it's everywhere in the bookstores and airport bookstores, Amazon. Yeah. You can get it anywhere. Yeah. Simple but powerful. It really is. That's, that's how I'll describe it. Hugs Thank you. and blessings to you, Ken. Hugs and blessings to everybody out there. Thank you for joining us today. Bye. Are you looking to open the beautiful door to the beautiful modality of Reiki, a hands-on energy healing modality? Radio host, Reiki master, speaker, and published author, Paula Vale would be honored to assist you in your Reiki training. For details, go to wellnessinspired.com. You may also contact Paula at paula at wellnessinspired.com to schedule your training.